Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, August 7th, and here is your host, President of Global Sales, Mr. Jeff Hill. I'm glad we didn't have more to say, Keyshawn, because I don't know if you could go any higher than you went. But thank you for that. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Coaches, it's the second week of August. This is the National Wake-Up Call. And I hope that you're jumping into August with some zeal and with some zest and seriously with enthusiasm about who you are and what you offer to people. You know, Michael and I did a video last week. We hope you've seen it on, on TB411, uh, TBB411, about the 10 for 10, about 10 reasons why uh, really this month in the promotions that we're offering is so great that you can make part of the team cup. But um, we have this 10 challenge packs, 10 elite points. Now, what's the power of that? The power of that is, one, is that if you sell 10 challenge packs in a month, help 10 people um, with getting our all-access challenge pack, hook them up to a program that works for them, that you can achieve 10 elite points. Those elite points qualify you for NLC. They'll help you qualify for uh, leadership. They'll help you qualify for the, for the diamond bonus. Um, the, the list goes on and on, and uh, it is something to be taken care of. And particularly, I think, the diamond promotion that we have going this month, um, which is up to $250 per quarter, $500 for, through the end of the year if you achieve diamond uh, and hold that. And that is something that's pretty remarkable for you, for something to, to, to gun for, to go for. So, but with all of those things, you can look at the FAQ. You can go to the uh, you can go to the Coach TVB four one one and get all of this information. But the most important thing is is that you're doing that you're acting. Life rewards action, and so we hope that with this call that you wake up that you put both feet on the ground firmly and that you take the info that you're being delivered today and you say, there is something here that I can take and that I can run with and incorporate into my daily action. Most people are frozen by getting ready to get ready. Uh-uh. This calls about action. And Jen Richardson has got some great insights, some great things she's going to be sharing today to help you form the relationships that can help you drive a great business. But before we get there, we're going to toss it over to Darren for a little bit of recognition. So, Darren, are you with us this morning? You bet, Jeff. Good morning, coaches. All right, let's get to it with a little bit of recognition. <laughs> Here are our new advancements this past week, starting with our new Diamond Coaches. Congratulations to Shayla Adams, Aaron Barnhart, Sarah Canzano, Melissa Chavez, Kim Cook, Megan Sear, Marcy Del, uh, Di Alicio, sorry, <laughs> Courtney Istep, um, Anna Falter, Shandy Fine from Canada, Valerie Gagne, Christina Garcia de los Rios, Michelle Harris, Susan Hatch, Jasmine Johnson Chestnut, Sarah Ellen Lack, uh, Cara Lonegren, Autumn Meyer, Jennifer Morphew, Mitchu, uh, Mitchell Knuckles, Adina O'Neill, Abby Park, uh, Courtney Postlewaite, Christine Reese, Nicole Rodriguez from Canada, Brittany Rothwell, Kristen Schultz, Robert Small from Canada, Kelly Smith-McDonald, Mandy Kai Sugita from Canada, Stephanie Tebow, Amber Torres, Elizabeth Bashgart, Sarah Walter, Michelle Watson, and Joanna Wyckoff-Struck. Way to go, guys. 
Now, for our new Star Diamond coaches this week, we have Kate Burton, Stephanie Carlstedt, and a secondary CBC, Stacey Dasher. From Canada, Marie-Philippe Desmarais, Jennifer Godfrey. The next two from Canada, Melissa Hart, Constance Lefave, Tori Nishino. From Canada, Caroline Perron. In a secondary CBC, Kelsey Smith, and also Keely Smith. Now our new two-star diamonds this week, we have Joy Foe, Heidi Porter, and Diana Vargas. And coaches, we have a new four-star diamond this week. That would be Kelly Burnham. And congratulations goes out to our newest six-star diamond coach. Way to go, Helen Morrison. All right. Now on to the top success club earners for the week. Here they are. Congratulations to Ashley Molstad, Natasha Pearson, Genevieve Leclerc, Angie Belmar, and Vanessa Boulay. All right, guys. That's it for this week. Congratulations to everyone on the call. And, of course, don't ever, ever, ever forget to remember to make it a fantastic week. Back to you, Jeff. Darren, ever, ever forget? Never, ever, never? Never. (laughs) Never. Okay. So, coaches, never forget to make it a fantastic week. Um, Love that. And congratulations to everyone moving their businesses forward. Well, so, coaches, a great call today. And I think this is one of those calls that you're going to see is – is, is a arrow that you can put into your quiver that you can make part of your business that will create this this um, foundation of business building activity that keeps your funnel full, so to speak. Uh, so today we have Superstar Diamond Coach from Satellite, Florida. She has 20 personally sponsored diamonds. She's a 2017 elite coach. She has 43 months in Success Club, an all-star legend, an executive leader on the leadership ladder. I'll take a breath now before I let you know who she is. She's going, Jeff, just say my name, please. But uh, she started on February 19th of 2013, so really just four years ago. Not all that long in the coaching world. Uh, We're thrilled to have Jen Richardson on the line with us. So, Jen, are you unmuted and ready to rock and roll? I am ready. Thank you for that introduction. (laughs) You bet. It's kind of crazy when you throw all of those things together because, I mean, it goes, oh, that was easy, right? And then you go, no, that was like four years of, of, of hard work and effort and learning and trial and error and rinsing and repeating and uh, figuring stuff out, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All of those things. Well, listen, Jen, we're going to jump into uh, what I think is, is going to be an absolutely great call. And, and, and we talked just a little bit about the call beforehand where, you know, today with social media, there's no question that it has changed uh, over the last, you know, really over the last year. It's done some pretty dramatic uh, evolving, if you will. And, and the magic or the power of coaches, what has to happen anyway, is that coaches have to change with that. You can kick and scream and resist, but if you kick and scream and resist, you will be left alone. And we still see this concept of the, you know, trying to get people's attention with the, hey, girl, you know, kind of the spamming thing that's going out there. And whereas that used to work, that used to be more effective maybe a few years ago. Today, that's a method that doesn't work. And we're going to explore some ways today that you've proven to be very, very effective. But before we jump into that, let's just kind of go back quickly and say, okay, Jen, how did you come to be part of Team Beachbody? How did that happen way back in February of 2013? 
So I was two months postpartum with my second son, Mason, um, when I made the decision to join Beachbody. And I was 45 pounds overweight. I felt uncomfortable in my own skin. I was lacking confidence, and I was chronically tired. Um, I knew that I needed to stop just complaining and make a change. But losing weight itself wasn't enough for me to make the push. I had to dig deeper, which is when I realized that becoming a coach for me was more than just losing the baby weight. It was about finding myself again. Um, I was now wife and mommy, but who was Jen? And I always had big dreams for my life. I went to college. I got my master's degree. I wasn't able to get a teaching job in criminology, which is my field of study. So I just gave up. Um, I settled into the role of wife and mom, but something was still missing for me, this feeling that I still needed and wanted something more. Um, I was approached about the coaching opportunity by Stephanie Chico, who basically just offered her help to me and keeping me on track and accountable with some groups she had on Facebook. It was so awesome to see this girl who I had been watching on Instagram and thought was so incredible reach out to me, offering to help me on my journey. And that initial message occurred at a time in my life when I needed it physically and emotionally the most. I was a chronic fitness quitter, and the fact that I now had two babies under the age of two, the idea of even attempting a trip to the gym was just completely overwhelming. So the idea of online fitness coaching with Beachbody, I felt, would give me the accountability I needed to stay on track with my weight um, and those weight loss goals, but also to provide a creative outlet for myself as a person outside of just being mom and wife. So, it you know, it's, it, I wish, I hope, I'm stumbling here because I hope that coaches, as they listen to that, sometimes many stories sound, you know, familiar. Um, but I hope that as, you, as people listen to Jen's story, they go, yeah, that's, that's where I am. Yeah, that's I've got those same feelings because it's that relatability with those pieces. If you're feeling those, that um, obviously Jen found a solution out there. And most of the people on this call, yes, you've joined and you've, you're part of this, but understand that there's other people that are feeling those same kinds of things. And those don't disappear. I don't think there's a shrinking amount of people that have those those feelings that are looking for something more. And that's where this idea that we may have a solution for them comes in. So as you jumped in, and thanks for Steph Chico, who, who was willing to share, did, did, there was, was there a time where your business started to take off a bit, where you started to get personal traction and, and create something out of this? So my first year of coaching, I really placed a big emphasis on my personal weight loss goals and regaining my self-confidence, but I was very open with friends, family, and social media about sharing my journey. Um, I needed that sense of accountability for myself, but I also hoped that someone else would be able to see my attempt to change and it would spark inner confidence in themselves to do the same. However, I wasn't actively working the coaching business at first. Um, my husband, my friends, my family, they thought what I was doing was cool, but it wouldn't lead to a sustainable income. I was constantly being told, you went to college, Jen, what are you thinking, throwing that away to do something else. And I allowed those negative thoughts to get into my head, and I pulled back from the actual coaching aspect of this opportunity until December 31st, 2013. And my husband and I were driving home from a New Year's Eve party, and I had been scrolling through my Facebook when a post popped up from my upline coach, 
Um, it was actually an income post, and she shared her heart and her story and her income progression. And I knew her personally and knew how truly happy she was coaching, and something that brought her so much joy was also something that was financially supporting her family. And it was in that moment that I literally turned to my husband and I said, I need to try this. I need to give this coaching thing a real shot. I told him there were so many people I knew making an incredible weekly paycheck, doing something they loved and something they had so much passion for. And even if it wasn't what I went to school for or something that society told me I should do, that's okay. And I wanted to try. And I told him to give me three months to really push and give this 100% of my effort. But I needed his support. And he agreed. And the next day, I got to work. And then the story began to really be written on this, Absolutely. which is great. Well, are you ready to jump in and into the kind of the essence of this call of, of what has evolved and, and how you continue to find success? Yes, let's do this. <laughs> well, okay. As I started out, I just said, you know, social media has changed. And the hey girls, the cold call, the kind of the spam – uh, if you're doing that in a in a what I'll say a desperate attempt to get attention and maybe just to you know hopeful you know hopeful that someone's going to bite, there's a more effective way, and that's what we're going to talk about, or at least Jen is going to share um, this morning as to you know really how to engage people with free groups that provide you with an opportunity to create value and really create a relationship with people that you know, may turn into a great coach uh, for you, and if not, a great friend. And I think that's the, the, the important piece that you've got to go into this with. But So from there, Jen, why don't you take it away? Okay. So like Jeff, you said, over the past couple years, I have really watched a massive shift in social media. The things that worked before don't seem to work as well now. And running your own business and being your own boss means being ready, willing, and able to make changes when needed so that you start seeing results again. And if you asked me in 2015 how I find new customers and coaches, I would have told you that sending those hey girl cold messages was the key. I would send a quick message, compliment them, introduce myself, and then invite them to a group I was running direct, to the point, and it worked. But now, what with the growth of other MLM companies and so many other people using social media as a way to grow their business, those hey girl messages have become somewhat disingenuous. You're now one of a dozen cold messages that person received that day. People now tend to read those messages while thinking to themselves, she's just trying to sell me something, and they ignore you. So how do we navigate through a time where there is more competition to be seen and heard and also for people to be receptive to what we're offering? And the answer I found to that question is running free groups. Not your basic ab and booty challenge or a seven-day clean eating free group, but diving deeper into your niche market to come up with topics that are different and appealing to the type of people you want to attract. And this isn't one-size-fits-all. This is tailored directly to you and the market you're trying to attract. And I have a five-step process I'm going to share with you guys that has worked really well for me the past year, and I think it will work just as well for you. Now, the first step is knowing your market. Who are you trying to attract when you make a post? What kind of person are you trying to connect with to become your next coach 
or customer. Now, if you haven't done this already, I want all of you to make an interest list with 10 things that represent you, that interest you, or that you enjoy doing. For me, my list ranges from being a boy mom, a beach girl yoga fanatic, and a DIY project lover, to a thyroid disease warrior navigating through a gluten-free, dairy-free lifestyle. Even when you think there is nothing interesting or special about you, there is. And there are people that will connect with you on the things that are a part of your life that may seem mundane or uninteresting to you. So can I stop you, Jen? Coaches, right there. So there's the first assignment is make an interest list with the 10 things that represent you. And like she said, they can be very, very simple. Um, but, But I think if you don't do this step right here, the rest is lost. So here's here's the door. Um, you've got to you, you've got to make sure that you're taking this list and creating it in order to make the rest work for you. Absolutely. So then you take that list, and the second step is taking that list and creating free group ideas from it. So remember, you want to stand out from everyone else, and what better way to do that than to create groups specific to the to you and your interests and the interests of the people you're trying to attract. So, for example, DIY projects is one of my favorite things ever. I am awful at them. (laughs) I mean, absolutely awful. But I can't get enough of them. And I never said you have to actually be good at the items on your interest list. You just have to have an interest in them. So, recently, I put together a DIY project free group with about 10 of my PS coaches who also have an interest in DIY projects as well. And we brainstormed ideas of which DIY projects to include, from mason jar herb gardens to spring wreaths to homemade bath products. And we created a template where everyone would go live in the group once a day, sharing their project, how to do it, and then post a step-by-step direction tutorial for people to save once the group was over. We also created a cute flyer advertising the different projects that would be showcased in the group, and we researched popular DIY hashtags we could use when we were breadcrumbing about the group before it started and to use on the call to action itself. And my niche market loves DIY projects, and it was a really successful group as far as people wanting to join and the daily participation. Hey, can I? Does everybody know what a DIY project is? I just you're just saying that, but I just want to make sure everybody knows what it is. Do it yourself, yourself. projects. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Now the third step is using the group as a tool to connect and relationship build throughout the course of the week. I think the most common mistake people make when running these groups is the drop in and ditch. You can't just add someone into a group and hope the group itself creates a connection. That tagging them in the daily posts and letting them check things out will be enough for them to decide you are the person they want to make their coach. The group you're running is basically a replacement for that cold message invite, that hey girl. It's a way for you to offer something to your potentials without asking anything of them in return up front. It's a way for you to use something you both have in common to get to know them better to develop a relationship, and to establish a connection. So throughout the course of the week, I try to message every person I've added into my free group to first check in on them and make sure they saw the post that day and they're enjoying the group, but then get to get to know them a little better, to 
So I check out their social media before. Um, you know, see what they've been up to. Did their daughter just have a birthday party? Did their husband just get a promotion? Did they just get back from an awesome vacation? Take a little time and do some research beforehand so that when you send that message, you can get the conversation going. Towards the end of the week, you'll have a more clear picture if the relationship with this person has developed and if you see potential in going to the next step with them. And the fourth step is for the people you really feel like you connected with that week. Were they receptive to you asking questions? Were they responsive and engaging with you? Did they participate in the group itself? If the answer is yes, that is when I bring the relationship to the next level with a formal invite. I tie my free groups on my monthly calendar so they are either before the start of a new challenge group or before a glimpse into coaching group so that I can take the opportunity to utilize that connection with an invite to something specific. So after a week of talking and relationship building, I'll send the invite, something like this. Girl, it was so amazing getting to know you this past week. I had so much fun talking to you, and it makes me so happy you love the group. I'm actually running a challenge group that is starting up next week that I think you might really enjoy. We'll have tons of fun accountability activities, a chance to win some prizes, and we'll be using this really cool app Beachbody created to track your daily workouts and shakes. You think you might be interested in that? I can give you more details if you are. Super quick, easy, and to the point. And after a week of de developing a relationship with this person, you are 10 times more likely to get a yes, I would love more information, than you would with that cold market invite. And the fifth step is the follow-up. Not everyone will be ready to say yes after that first invite, and you want to give them time to continue to get to know you and to see that you aren't just in this for a sale, that you genuinely liked them and want to continue to connect. So I have a Google Sheet that I use to track everyone that I invite to every free group I run. The name of my Google Sheet is Fit Couture Community, which is the name of my ongoing free group. I run them for my entire downline, and we run two a month. I create tabs at the bottom of the Google Sheet with the name of each individual free group, and I list every person that I invited, along with some brief notes on them from our conversations. I invite everyone from the previous group to join the next free group we run, and if they accept, I mark them on my sheet in that new group and restart the step three and four process. You have to look at the people that you add into your free group as your future challengers or your future coaches. If they're willing to engage with you and continue to grow that relationship, you have to make sure you're setting aside time in your daily power hour to follow up with them and continue to check on them. Some of my best challengers turned coaches are the ones that went through four or five rounds of my free groups before taking the leap. And you know what almost all of them tell me? Thank you for continuing to be there for me even before I was making you any money. That was all the difference in the world for them, and it should be. So what's interesting on this, Jan, is you look at the, the first, like your three and four steps, I mean, it really is forming this authentic connection with them, inviting, and what you're doing is there's a whole bunch more than just these buzzwords, if you will, mm -hmm. and then the, the importance of follow-up. And I think, you know, sometimes what happens is you were, you were talking about number four, it just struck me that typically when you invite people, 
if, if you've done number three right, which is as you formed your group, you've gotten to know them. It's not just merely a, a, a group where, where you're, it's, it's transparent what you're trying to do. But if you've done that, done that right to form a connection, the intent always speaks louder than your technique. You may do things a little bit wrong, but because you've tried to form a real authentic connection with people, that matters more and will speak more loudly. And when you say you know, nine out of, you're nine times more likely to have people be willing to say, yes, I'd be more interested, that will be because they sense what your intent is, not because you did everything perfectly. That's my sense anyway. That, is that a fair statement? Absolutely, yes. So as, as you've just be, before we just start to wrap things up here, as you've done this, Jen, you've also put some real discipline in this from the standpoint of creating your Google Sheets, tracking who is where, capturing some notes about who's in the group, what's of interest to them, so you can speak specifically, specifically to them. Um, what was your what was your greatest challenge as you started to form as you look back and started to create this process? What was the biggest hiccup for you? Was it just keeping trying? Was it uh, getting the right messaging? Was it the authenticity? What was the biggest tripping point for you that you could help new coaches overcome? I think it's I think every coach wants to run a group that is very active and that people are commenting and liking the posts and they're very engaged. And I think at first for me having having a group that didn't get a lot of traction where people weren't actively commenting and they weren't very engaged felt discouraging. And I know for a lot of coaches, they feel that too. I know we say cricket. Sometimes groups get cricket. Um, and I think I had to push past that and focus, what is my goal here? Am I hoping to get 100 likes on a post that I make in my group? Or am I hoping to get a more in-depth relationship with the person I added. So I would say don't focus so much on how many likes a post is getting in the group and focus more on that individual connection you are working on with that person that you invited to the group. And that was my biggest hang-up, Jeff. I was focusing so much on why, isn't, why aren't people commenting? Why aren't more people liking it? Um, and that's not really the gauge of how successful the group is, is the likes and comments. Yeah, and, and I think Facebook obviously – um, has picked up on that from their algorithms as well. It, you know, just likes don't generate views necessarily or followership. I mean, it's the engagement. They have learned how to put that algorithm. I don't know how to say this in the right <laughs> terminology, but the, from their algorithm standpoint, you know, what they're able to measure and look at is, is your level of engagement, the commenting, the talking, the videoing, the sharing, uh, they're able to see whether there's some kind of a relationship that's authentic that's being established, which is kind of weird, but it's, but it's probably also good because it forces the people that are disciplined and that have a real, I think, good intent. It rewards that activity as well, right. um, if that makes sense. The, the other thing that I just that, that caught me as I was listening to you on these on the on the DIY, DIY, DIY projects is that sometimes we feel like we have to create the magical, mystical, holy grail of attraction pieces for people. But that's not where most people live. Most people live in smaller worlds of things, of smaller things that interest them, that are hobbies, that are relatable, that they involve their time with. And like you said, your DIY projects might be, might be a garden in a jar. It might be, you know, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, and, I, and I'm not making light of that, at, you know, at all. It's, it's, it's the pieces that where people do spend their time. It might be, 
you know, like you say, you're the thyroid disease warrior. There's more of those people out there than you might imagine. There's the gluten-free, dairy-free lifestyle that people that are that are out there. There may be the people that have the two boys that are, you know, you're the boy mom, or like you said, the beach mom, or the mountain mom, the hiking mom, the, you know, whatever kind of mom you are. I have a daughter who has four kids, and her thing is, I don't really have. I'm, not, I'm really boring. I just run my life running these four kids around. But she's a swim team mom. She's a, uh, you know, she's a clean eating mom with four kids with a busy husband. Those, all of those pieces start to identify you and start to give you something to speak about that make you unique to you. And it's recognizing that and then sharing that authentically. So before we wrap, any other last pieces you felt like maybe you'd add? And, and before we close, close, I want you to say, okay, so coaches, new coaches, here's what I want you to do as a result of this call. Lots of good information. Listen to it again. But if nothing else, do this. What would that be? 100% that interest list. I mean, that is the key to my business. And four years in, it is the same as it was from the beginning when I started building. You need to know who you are trying to attract, whether it's free groups or whether it's your social media posts, you need to know who that post is intended for. Because I, I sometimes call posts on social media Hail Marys, where people are just throwing a post out there and hoping somebody, you know, clicks with it. And we have to be more intentional with things we do. And that interest list that we use and we make and we update as our interests change, that is going to be the key to making successful social media posts and the key to running these successful free groups. Yeah, it's so key. I'm reading this 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 book called Grit by Angela Duckworth that is, that is so good on it's on success and she one of the differentiators between those that are successful and those that aren't. You use the word this 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 you know be intentional. She uses the word that people that are successful in their practice are very deliberate, which is the same thing. They're intentional. They're deliberate. They're thoughtful about what what they're doing. You can go through the motions. But there's, then there's those that are very deliberate in what they do. And the results that come from deliberateness and from intentionalness are exponentially higher. But it takes a little bit more thought, takes a little bit more dif- discipline, and, um, but the rewards certainly are there. And I, I, I hear you saying that. Okay, we've got a wrap, Jen, some great information. But so four years ago-ish, you know, you and your husband had a conversation, and it was like, and, you know, and others are saying to you, Jen, you've gone to college, you've done this, you've done that. Don't throw this stuff away. Uh, and and you were struggling with some things. How has the four years evolved for you? So there's this quote: um, I may not have gone where I intended to go, but I think I've ended up where I needed to be. By Douglas Adams, and I feel like that could have been written for me. I went through college and graduate school thinking I was going to have a career in the criminal justice field, but God kept steering me in other directions, and the path I was trying to follow just wasn't leading to where I wanted the road to take me. So I had to take a step back and ask myself why, and I now know it was because I was trying to take the wrong road, and being a coach and sharing my life, my love for fitness, my passion for helping others, this was the right road. And I've lost weight, and I've regained self-confidence, and I've been able to contribute financially for my family. I've been able to help others reach goals they never thought possible. 
And it's all because I took the chance and turned off the negative voices inside my own head and ignored the naysayers that didn't believe in me and just I told myself to try. Well, the cool thing is, is I think he did more than try, Jen. Uh, you know, the good old Star Wars try, try not do, you know, type of a thing. And, and you've certainly tried and you've done and you've been very, very successful. And I know that the story, the end of the story hasn't completely been written, but boy, there's some great chapters that you are writing and sharing. And uh, I just want to thank you today for sharing some of your best thoughts on how people can form better connections and get greater results and uh, make a bigger difference. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, coaches, a, a great call. And again, when you're trying to pierce this social media wall, this thing that's up there that you're saying, how do I get traction? How do I make a difference? Jen has given you some very simple, simple ideas that you can execute that will provide some great results, but they'll take work and they'll take effort. You have to be deliberate. That starting your, your list of 10 things I think is so important because I think, one, that will help you identify who you are, but it will help you identify the people that you want to reach and to contact with. And who can't talk about an interest list for a week? Who can't talk about the things that come to them for a week in order to form relationships as you talk to other people as well? So it's about creating interest lists. It's about creating connections with other people. That's what this business is about. Coaches, helicopter up with me for just a second and consider who we are and what we do. As Jen ended this call, she talked about, yes, I've lost weight. There's so many people that want to create change in their lives. But the change start, may start with that physical transformation. But then she talked about confidence and she talked about contribution and, and, and substance in a meaningful way and living a life of significance. That's what you do every day as you help people. Yes, Sometimes we have to get in the weeds, and the weeds get in the talking to people and inviting and overcoming objections. And as a company, we try and put the rewards out there that will make it worthwhile for you to take advantage of that, and it will take work. All I can tell you is I've seen too many people, too many people succeed at this that never thought they would because they've been willing to try, as Jen said, and been willing to do and been willing to fail and been willing to fail again and rinse and repeat and keep going until success comes their way. If you're a company that's built on sound principles, if you're a company that's trying to do the right thing, if you're a company that has the right kinds of products that makes a real difference, where there's no shortcuts, where it's based on, on, on value and on the right things, if you do the right things long enough, aligned with a company like that, success will come your way. That's my promise to you. So coaches, this week, as you look at what you're doing, as you look at the people that you're impacting, helicopter up for a moment and look at the lives you're changing and ask, isn't it worth it to go down and to work in the weeds for a while, to push hard and to grind and to change not only your life but the lives of others? Coaches, let's make this a great week. Yeah, it's August 7th, um, this, and I know a lot of things are coming your way, but this can be a month full of tremendous rewards if you do the right kind of activities. Thanks for being on this call. Let's make it an incredible week. And I think I'm throwing it back to Keish. Woo, Mike, 
drop. Lots of great information here. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Wake Up Call. If you know someone who missed today's call, make sure they check out our replay line at 832-225-5065. Make it a great day, everyone.